And here we go back again today. It is a Thursday morning. Hopefully you guys are listening to this. Sorry. Uh... This is the Big Ten Football Focus podcast. Typically, we like to release it where it's you know Wednesday night into Thursday morning. I had to jump on this morning mainly because I uh, had a couple things going on in, in my personal life. Uh, we are moving. My my wife and I are moving to a new location, new new home, and so it's been super crazy. But that does not mean that I'm not caught up on the Big Ten and everything going in and around the Big Ten. Oh boy, am I excited for this week! And there's so much, so much to talk about. And uh, we're going to be diving into that and so much more uh, in this podcast. The first thing I wanted to start off before we get into the games this weekend was you guys see uh, on, you know, James James Franklin had, had an interview. And he was asked uh, by a reporter. One of the one of the reporters was like, hey, like, why don't you just, you know, chuck the ball downfield? Why aren't you guys moving the ball downfield? And he was like, it makes my blood boil. What are you talking about? Totally caught off guard. Uh, you know, just one of those press conferences. Say what you want about the press. Say what you want about about that kind of stuff. I think it's funny when the press, the media thinks they understand football. Now, I'm, I guess you can say that I'm part of the media, right? Uh, but this is just, this is, these are my thoughts. It's kind of like percolating since I've been seeing this clip. Look, Penn State is a phenomenal team. Uh, they are, and, and what I said at the beginning of the year, they are the second best team. In the Big Ten, they are going to be the second on that side of the conference. I think Michigan's far and away the best team, uh, followed by Penn State. And I said Ohio State would be third. I did say Maryland is going to upset Michigan State in in the in the fourth spot, um, and Maryland would have an opportunity to try to fight against Ohio State in that third spot. Um, obviously, last weekend the Terrapins weren't able to to cross the finish line there. But hey, what are you going to do? It it, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, if you're a Terrapins fan, so anyway, as I'm watching this this you know the the reporters just kind of. I wouldn't say egging on James Franklin. I don't. I don't really know what to call it. But look, this this Penn State team uh, has has kind of taken a lot of hate, a lot of flack this last week. Um, they're like, well, you know, who has Penn State played? Uh, we we got We need to analyze their, you know, who they're playing and stuff like that. Look, you can only play who you can play, and under the current situation, and we've talked. Um, We've talked about it at ad, ad nauseum um, with with the format of college football. As you guys know, listeners from last year, listeners to my other podcast. Um, obviously, you know we've done we've done a few podcasts here at Woos Media. Uh, listeners will will know I am a very 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 big proponent of promotion relegation. Uh, I think it would work. I think that it would be phenomenal. I think it'd be so much fun to see. Oh my goodness, what it be fun especially now with the Pac-12 basically disbanding um, would really allow for easy transition between you know the top four um, if we could condense those things but we're not going to get into that this isn't a promotion relegation uh, podcast this is a Big Ten football focused podcast right so uh, under the current rules and stuff like that Penn State's getting a lot of flack well who have they played well they played Delaware they played Illinois. Uh, conference game can't can't affect that. Iowa conference game can't can't control that. Northwestern can't control that. They started the season with West Virginia, which is a semi rival, I guess you could say, um, but a rival nonetheless. Uh, and then right now they have UMass this week. Under the current rules, under the current format, 
If you lose just but one game, you could be out. You'd be out of a, 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 a New Year's Six Day Bowl. You could be out of the national championship contention. You could be done. Now, we've seen in, in years past, right, undefeated is very hard, and it seems to be more and more likely that a one-loss team gets into the playoffs, and that's fine. I, I'm fine with that. I think it should be the four best teams in college football at that moment. That should be who plays for the national championship under the current rules. But because we have so many politics, computer, blah, 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 it's tough. I mean, it's tough to be honest with you Um, as I am, you know, just being honest with you guys. So what is Penn State to do? What is Michigan to do? They're going to play subpar teams like a Delaware, like a West Virginia, like a UMass, so they can pick up three easy wins. They're not going to be tested in any way. Um, I guess the West Virginia game kind of, where it was a Big 12 opponent, you could kind of make a, an argument, but it was the first game of the year. It was at home. Kind kind of hard, right? But but what do you want Penn State to do? Um, they eventually, what, who they go on to play coming up is Ohio State. Indiana, Maryland, Michigan, Rutgers, Michigan State, right? And so it's like we are putting uh, college football, I feel like, has a big game problem. And expanding the playoff, I think, fixes that to an extent, allows teams a little bit of leeway to have a loss or two if it is against an Ohio State if it is against a Michigan, um, if it is against a Wisconsin, right? It gives a little bit of a wiggle room. Um, there's, there's a little bit of a grace with a larger one if we're not using the promotion relegation. But, but right now, they don't have any grace. Uh, there's, there's nothing that they can do uh, under that. So Penn State's been kind of catching some strays from, from the media. Uh, you know, you guys need to play harder teams. Michigan got this when they were playing, you know, the beginning of their season. And in Penn State, uh, honestly, this is a, is a phenomenal football team, and they're going to be. I think they're going to beat Ohio State. I can't believe that I'm saying that. That that I think Penn State's going to go into the shoe and get the win, but I think it's possible. I think that they have a better defense. I think they have a better offense. I like this Penn State team. Um, but anyway, the, it's just interesting as, as, as we watch, as we analyze, as we dissect what's happening within the season, you know, people kind of going after James Franklin. Not only is he a great recruiter, he's a great coach and we need to give this guy his flowers. This was not an easy job. If you remember back, you know, a few years ago, uh, was not an easy job to take over. He's turned this around. Uh, I think this is his best team that he's had here. Uh, that's just my opinion. We'll see what happens as, as the rest of the, the season rolls on, but, don't hate the teams that have to play to the crappy rules under this this format, right? Um, and unfortunately, that's just the way that it is. But I felt like that that question that the reporter was asking there was there was an underlying issue, and that is you're not playing anybody. Why aren't you just throwing the ball downfield? You're superior to Delaware. You're superior to UMass. Just chuck the ball downfield. Um, you know, put up 80, 90, 120 points. Why aren't you guys doing that? The question really isn't that because it's like they have the capability of doing that. I think the, the underlying question is why are you playing these teams? However, that's just my opinion. That that's what I was kind of thinking about. Kind of on the uh, well, on the way in uh, to work today, I was I was percolating, um, listening to a couple of other Big Ten uh, pundits talk and stuff like that. Uh, really, that was kind of the conclusion I came to. Thought I'd share it with you guys. So let's jump into the the weekend slate of the games. I'm happy to to discuss these things with you guys. Starting off, we've got Big Blue, the Michigan Wolverines, taking on the Hoosiers of Indiana. Now, this game, I, I'm sorry, 
the top of the Big Ten has separated from the bottom of the Big Ten. They've separated. Um, I guess this is, again, maybe a wider discussion similar to what we see in European soccer uh, with with teams like, uh, you know, Manchester City, uh, teams like Liverpool, you know, the top four of the Premier League, which they say is the best league in all of Europe, have kind of separated. The difference between Manchester City and Burnley is night and day. Burnley is on the border of a championship team. Uh, if you guys follow soccer, I know I'm kind of getting into the weeds here. But Burnley is on the, you know, Luton Town, on the border right there. Yeah, they made it to the Premier League this year, but they're probably going to be relegated this, this upcoming year, right? But the difference is completely stark between the top and bottom. Michigan is by far the best team in the Big Ten. And Indiana could be one of the worst teams in the Big Ten, just just depending on, on uh, what you're thinking. Really, this game, it's not going to be competitive. Uh, Michigan looked like they got their offense rolling last weekend. Uh, Harbaugh's got them pointing in the right direction. This is a second-half team. The line right now is 33-and-a-half. I think the my prediction for the, the, the game, 56-14. to 14. I think they win by 35. I think they kind of call off the dogs by the end. Uh, Indiana, there's we're going to get into coaching hot seats and stuff like that. I've seen some people talk about uh, Indiana and that possibly being a, a vacant and see and stuff like that. I want to see how it rolls out, how how this kind of unfolds uh, going forward. Uh, we'll see how many wins they can pick up by the end of the season. Currently, they're at two and three. So we'll see how the Hoosiers do. Uh, but I don't think they're going to go to the big house and win. And I don't think it's going to be close. Michigan, 56. Indiana 14. The next game up, we've got Ohio State taking on Purdue. Now, Purdue, again, uh, do the opposite of what I say. <laughs> I've been wrong on them. I think I've got Purdue one game right, and it was the Wisconsin game, and I think that's just because I've been dead on Wisconsin this year, <laughs> more so than my 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 ability to pick, uh, you know, uh, Purdue. I think that just hindered my capability. We said they would beat they would beat Fresno, they lose. We said that they would lose to Virginia Tech, they win. We said, hey, they're going to keep it close against Syracuse, they lose. Oh, man, this is such a tough team. Uh, really, though, I think Ohio State, uh, they showed that they have, they, they, they still are a, you know, a, they're a top five team in, in college football. Let's be honest. I'm not mincing words here. I think Penn State is better than them, but they're still a top five team. They're, they're a phenomenal football team. And uh, them going on the road, I don't think uh, Purdue is going to give a much fight uh, really, when you're looking at this game uh, as well, in, in the you know under the first year coach uh, goggles that we're, we're analyzing, um, I don't believe Wisconsin was ranked at the time Purdue played. Same with Iowa. Ohio State would be the first ranked opponent, I believe. Uh, you might want to fact check me on that. Uh, that Purdue has played this year, it's not happening. Um, Purdue right now just kind of, uh, you know, try to learn from this experience, I guess. Ohio State's going to dominate. Uh, we'll see if it stays close like it did with the Maryland game uh, and see if Ohio State's defense can force a couple of turnovers early. But I think uh, Ohio State, you know, kind of runs away with this one. I want to go uh, with a pretty 
pretty uh, solid prediction. I want to say 42 uh, to 10. That's going to be my my prediction here. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm going to be rolling with the Buckeyes to win this game. Next thing up, we've got Rutgers taking on Michigan State. Now, we've been dead on on, on the Rutgers stuff. I mean, let's be honest. We've, we've predicted them. They're sitting at 4-2. and two. We've said they need to win this game. If they're going to go to a bowl game, they need to pick up the win here against Sparty. They're at home. I think they're going to do it. Now, the line right now has dipped. It, it, it has dipped to four and a half. I still think that you're getting good value. I think that Michigan State is going to cover this number, though. 24-21, I think Rutgers is going to beat them. I think it's going to come down to the defensive side of the ball. It is the defense that separates themselves. The Rutgers defense, how long have we talked about that? Holy cow. Rutgers defense is going to separate. They're going to force something. I think it's going to be close, though. Uh, Earlier in the week, I think it got as high as six. You can tell that the money is coming in. They're like, no, we don't trust Rutgers to cover this this, this number, and that's why the numbers come back down. If the number runs up, I would continue to bet um, I think four and a half is right where I have this rated um, right about four points um, but like I said, 24-21 is where I have this I could see a 24-20 to 20, uh, you know, two field goals or something like that, but I don't think they get to the the five point I think this is going to be close, I think Rutgers can do it, I think it shows really Michigan State is just in a bad, bad spot, but I don't want to be taking the points. I, I am. I, I honestly, I think this is the only game this week that I like the um, the favorite um, or the underdog, not the favorite. I like the favorite in almost every other game. Yeah, every game. Uh, I like the favorite to, to, to win and to, to win comfortably. Uh, this is the one game that I think that Michigan State's going to keep it close. So I do, I, again, we're going to get into it more on Monday where they're at, but Rutgers going to five and two. You just need one win. You just need one win the rest of the way. You've got Indiana, Ohio State, Iowa, Penn State, Maryland. You've got to win this game. And then you can be Indiana, be sitting at six and two and say, dear golly, I hope we can, we can upset one team. Um, maybe not Ohio uh, State, but maybe Iowa, maybe Maryland and move to that seven and five spot, which would be a complete and total win for Shiano and the Scarlet Knights this year. Sparty, not so much. We predicted you not to be very good at the beginning of the year. We've been dead on that. They have struggled and struggled mightily in the last three games. I don't see it. Uh, they they could have a look ahead game to Michigan next week. It's not happening. Rutgers twenty four, Michigan State twenty one. Final three games here. We got Maryland taking on Illinois. Illinois burned me for the last time. I cannot, in good conscience, continue to say that Illinois is what it was last year. That they're going to get it right again. We understand that it is very difficult right now uh, for the Illini. They have not been to back to back bowl games uh, since I believe again the 2010 2011 season. That was, I mean, to put it into context, in 2010, I believe I was in fourth grade. So put that into context. I am now graduated out of college. They have not won back to back bowl games in that time. Don't blame Illinois. Uh, they, they, they're such a young team. They're, they're going to be back. Bielema will get this team where they need to be. Uh, just some growing pains right now. I don't think they're going to beat Maryland. I think Maryland kind of leaves a, a bitter taste in their mouth that they lost to Ohio State this last weekend. I think the Terrapins uh, take care of business. I want to say 38-14. Uh, right now the line is minus 14 in favor of Maryland. 
I like the big favorite here. I think Maryland's offense, I think that the books kind of overreacted here uh, to the loss. I think it started off at, at like 13 and a half. It's been creeping up a little bit more. Watch the number if you don't like that number, but I think Maryland's going to win big here. Penn State taking on UMass. Not much to say. UMass is, is garbage. Uh, they, they've been bad, uh, since entering the, the FBS. They were a really good FCS team back in the day. They're just not going to go. I mean, who are we kidding ourselves? They're not going to go to Happy Valley and do anything. I'm, I'm right now. The line is like minus 41 and a half. I hate taking massive uh, favorites just because after, you know, 35, 40 points, it's like, you know, do we lead the offense in? I think they're going to do it. I want to say 56 to 3. I think Penn State's going to win and they're going to get ready and be uber, uber healthy for the Ohio State game. Now, on the flip side, that's my prediction. On the flip side, you could say they're not going to show anything. They're going to play the most generic game and they're not going to be able to score that many points. They're not going to care about this game. This is a throwaway game. Um, they're not going to cover that big number. Uh, to be honest, you have a very valid argument. I, if again, I have to give out a prediction. You don't. I would not bet this game. Um, I would not. I would stay away from this. At, you know, in my personal life, but I want to give out a prediction. I think Penn State's going to win big, but I think they're going to keep it very, very vanilla uh, in preparation for Ohio State, which is the next week in the shoe. And finally, we have Wisconsin taking on Iowa, uh, and I, I love Wisconsin. Uh, I think I, I think Wisconsin's going to beat this beat the the Iowa Hawkeyes without uh, McNamara. Again, we know that Ohio State or sorry Iowa is just not the same team. Uh, Wisconsin's going to beat this beat beat them, and and right now the the line is at ten. That is exactly what I have this rated at. Um, I said it was going to be uh, thirty five points to um, 24 I think it's more of a 10 point game you can even say 24-14 um, I think Wisconsin's going to score a little bit more uh, but we'll go we'll say 24-14 was what uh, our prediction is I have because I have to go over because I want to take Wisconsin with the points um, if it gets to nine and a half then it's like yes I you know you, you, you flip it right now it's like a, a direct push um, but yeah 24-14 but because I want to take the Wisconsin and I'm confident in them winning 27-14 to in favor of the Badgers Iowa just not very good um their offense continues to be a semi-bugaboo, and I just don't think they're going to do it. But anyway, so that has been that prediction. Uh, week 8, uh, looking forward, obviously this is being Week 7, Week 8, some phenomenal matchups. Uh, Penn State to Ohio State, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, Michigan, Michigan State, and so much more. Thank you guys for listening. Cannot wait to jump into uh, more Big Ten action. Enjoy the weekend. Really enjoy it dissect the games we'll come back we'll talk about it uh i think we got to get dive into to coaching i continue to get messages uh, i know we've given out our favorite coaching uh but people are saying you know is, is x person on the hot seat like you know at indiana uh is is ference um you know or his oc right i believe it's his son uh what do you do in that situation uh what do you do in Bielema's situation we've had a lot of questions we'll dive into that um as a son of a coach and, and somebody that's been around football blind entire life i love to talk that uh i love to talk about those those kinds of things believe me there's so much more to come with the big 10 football focus podcast thank you guys so much for listening uh we'll continue to pump these episodes out uh as we barrel towards you know the end of the season we're halfway through that's right that's right 
We're going to release our tiers. This is our last. This is our 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 final uh, episode without our tiers. Like I said, is it panic mode? Is it fire coach mode? Is it I am cruising mode? We'll be releasing that and so much more on on the next episode. Uh, be sure to listen. Sunday night uh, is when we record it, so it'll be available to you guys Monday morning. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you on Monday. <laughs>